Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to Never Heard of It, a Night Shift Radio production. episodes today this is it 150 we fucking did it we made it we fucking did it and do you know what we should do what should we do we should fucking give something away dude that's like that's so crazy that you say that because i just happen to have uh a, a power bank from boost attack uh that i was thinking like we really should give this away we should really give that away so, so we got a limited edition um pink Boost Attack Power Bank for all of your uh, cool smart devices, specifically yeah. phones and and uh, what have yous, uh, all of your mobile devices. Uh, and this thing's fucking cool. I actually have this exact same one uh, when it when it launched the first time around, um, and I do use it at work. It's really great when I'm at work and I'm running around, you oh, know, yeah. on set, and you know, I'm not, I can't exactly stop and charge my phone in the middle of filming a fucking movie. Yeah. So I throw that power bank in my back pocket, plug my phone into it. And I'm good to go. And it's it's awesome. And it charges my phone really fast. It's yeah. really cool. I love mine. Like, I never travel without it. And, of course, right now I'm not traveling. But uh, when I uh, first started working from home and didn't have a permanent desk set up, I was just moving about the house. And that meant sometimes not being near an outlet. So even just uh, around the house sometimes, it's convenient just to have something to plug into. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great way to charge while walking around. So uh, th the way to enter this is you should check out the show notes below. Uh, in the description, we have a, a link to the giveaway. But of course, the giveaway is also available uh, via, we're posting it on our social media, which is uh, The Nahoit Podcast on Twitter, The N-H-O-I-T uh, Podcast on Twitter. We're also going to tell you about to uh, talk about our, our Twitter account later in, in this episode, but um, definitely head on over there. All you got to do is click a couple of things. Um, this giveaway is available to U.S. residents only uh, um, uh, for now. Sorry, everyone else, but this is this is a U.S. only giveaway. Um, we'll do another worldwide one later. Um, but yeah, so um, let's go ahead and uh, let's let's do this episode. Uh, yeah. But until then, check out that giveaway. 150. Maybe.
just rip the cable right out of my headphones if I'm not careful. <laughs> Let me tell you, I wish so badly that we both had puppets <laughs> to do this entire YouTube episode as puppets. <laughs> How um, awesome would that be? <laughs> worked at a, an agency a while back, and several members of the uh, the staff had puppets of themselves that I I think must have been like part of a, a campaign or like a partnership they did with some organization <clears throat> with a puppet. And uh, it was it was pretty great. That's like sometimes they would just sit around in meetings using the puppet. Oh my as god. Themselves. I'm I still mean, not... it, it's creepy but it's funny. I it's mean, cool. yeah. I'm still not entirely used to this new backdrop for you. Oh yeah, I've got my my wonderful uh, office setup. Now that I've rotated, you actually see uh, decor instead of just uh, a white wall or a green wall, as was when we first started. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I, I, I don't know. I dig it. It, it makes me feel, uh, I don't know. I love it. It, it looks, looks cool. It, it looks nice. It looks yeah. nice. I mean, Thanks. after like two and a half years of your bootleg green screen, it's <laughs> it's different. It's a little jarring, but it's nice. I like it. Yeah, but it is, yeah, it is. It is very nice. I appreciate that. Um, speaking of bootleg, uh, hello and huh. welcome to the Never Heard of It podcast. I'm your host, Michael Fight, and I am Caleb Uppity Puppet Coy. <laughs> Spectacular. So we are carrying on with uh, our month of November, which is all movies I picked out. And if yeah. you could tell just by the by the titles, you're like. Yeah, no, that's uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> Michael was completely responsible for this month. Okay, in all fairness, actually, um, although I did make the final decision uh, while uh, I was scrolling through Tubi, uh, my girlfriend was with me and she saw the the like thing for this and she was like, "What the fuck is that?" And so we clicked it and she was like, "Oh my god, you have to do this movie." She's like, "Even if you don't, I still want to watch it." <laughs> and we uh, and so she actually watched it with me. Um, and of course, we're talking about the movie The Fuzz. Yeah, I say that as all happy I, I, time murder. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh yeah, that is what we're talking. Oh, about. we did just yeah. Oh shit! Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay, I <laughs> let's hit pause because I gotta go prepare. <laughs> right. <laughs> I watched a totally different movie. Yeah, uh, I we're, no. we're we'll have to come back in in uh, two hours. So. <laughs> So I, I do want to preface, so this movie is called The Fuzz, and it is about um, a puppet cop uh, who uh, who does, I don't know, puppet cop things. Now, uh, this movie came out in, I think, 2014. It's really hard to tell because IMDb lists this movie as actually a TV show. Which, yeah, um, it looks like it was originally released as like a five-episode like limited series. Yeah, but it uh it is in fact on Tubi it is it is run just as a full movie. Mm-hmm. Uh it's about an hour 20 long. Um but there was another movie that came out a few years after this called The Happy Time Murders which starred mm-hmm. uh, Melissa McCarthy, uh Elizabeth Banks and Maya Rudolph. Um now I didn't see Happy Time Murders. Um but just from like the description I think it pretty much is this exact plot. Yeah. Um, that's that's my I understanding. Think- I also did not see it. Yeah, but that my understanding is that this is basically the same movie. Basically the same movie. I I four think years the, sooner. I think the Happy Time Murders ripped off the Fuzz. Yeah, I mean maybe that's my that's my that's I'm gonna stand by that story. And that's the end of the podcast. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> we will. Uh, 
<laughs> no. um, just, I'm trying to think if there's any logical connection other than someone saw this obscure puppet-themed TV show and said, right. I'm going to make make this a movie with a big-time cast. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering if, like, maybe it's the same script writer or, like, something, but it doesn't seem like it. Um, so this this was uh, um, uh, written by Duncan, or uh, directed by Duncan Skiles, but it was written by Christopher Ford. Uh, Christopher Ford has uh, a couple of things uh, under his belt. So he is credited as the writer for Spider-Man Far From Home. Huh. Um, he is credited for uh, Robot and Frank, uh, a film called Cop Car, which actually uh, stars Kevin Bacon. And I do remember this, and I guess it's about a fucked up cop. Um, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, there's one called our RoboCop remake, which looks like a, like a low budget remake of RoboCop. And then, um, the Klovich killer, no Klovich, Klovich killer or Klovich <laughs> killer. I don't know how English works. Um, nobody knows I, how English works. Yeah. But, uh, I, I mean, it's crazy that this is, uh, this is something that he is, um, well, he's the creator of this, but he, he specifically was, uh, the writer for Spider-Man Homecoming, which is, this is wild. I mean, interesting. Yeah. And then, uh, wow. the director, Duncan Skiles, uh, looks like he did a few other things that are, um, that are puppets. So he did stories from the felt, um, which is, uh, um, I would assume a puppet thing cause it's felt, um, the- he also did the, the clove hitch killer. Um, which stars Dylan McDermott. That's really? Funny. Yeah. That's funny. Um, and then uh, what else does he have? Uh, he also was on our RoboCop uh, uh, remake um, as oh. uh, um, as a director. And uh, The Last of the Great Romantics, um, which is uh, pretty interesting. So, so Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I would say outside of that, like the big star, uh, power, I guess. And I, I use that term, <laughs> I use that term. The big star power of this film is Rachel Bloom, uh, yes. who, uh, most recently was in, um, was the main character in uh, crazy ex-girlfriend, um, which ended last year. She was Rebecca. Um, she's also been in uh robot chicken. She was in, um, uh, a couple other things. Mostly, uh, she's done a lot of, uh, voiceover work, uh, outside of that. Um, but she, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, crazy ex-girlfriend is probably where most people will recognize her from, um, as being, she was the, the main character in that. Um, I mean, I, mean, I pretty, feel like she did good. She, she should have more notoriety for the, uh, comedy music video. Fuck me, Ray Bradbury. <laughs> I mean, agreed. But <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> here we go. All right. So we'll dive into this. So this film. Yeah. Just a second though. I will. There was a remake of Muppet Babies? Yeah. Yeah, there's a remake of the Muppet Baby series, but it is uh, definitely uh, meant for much, much younger kids. Like, huh. I'm talking like the under four crowd. It's very yeah. like, um, sharing is amazing, and here's how we do this, and, you know, here's what we do, and we have feelings. Like, it is <laughs> definitely not the Muppet Babies we grew up on. Fuck which feelings. was like... <laughs> Right. <laughs> Fuck your feelings. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, definitely different. Like, there's no Indiana Jones references or Star Wars references in this one, or any movie references that I know of. I know when it came out, um, my daughter and I watched it because I was like, "Oh, fun!" Like, I used to watch Muppet Babies. Maybe, you yeah. know, maybe my kid will watch it. And she was six when it came out, and we started watching it, and she was like, 
yeah, this is stupid. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I was like, All right, cool. Daddy, sure. this is for babies. Yeah, that's pretty much actually what she said. She was like, this is for babies. And I was like, yeah, no, you're right. Um, dude, I used to love The Muppet Babies, though. Oh, it was fantastic. That show was so fucking good. And you can't find it anywhere. It's not on Disney Plus or anything, which is very, very upsetting. The, the disappointments just keep piling on. I, Yeah, I mean, we lost Alex Trebek a week ago. Like, I'll take, I'll take extreme sadness for 500. Rest in peace to a legend. But you know what? I'll give him this, like... At least he lived long enough to see Connery go. Yeah. <laughs> he got the oh last laugh. Oh, my God. He got the last word. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh. I didn't even think of that. Oh, spectacular. That, that said, we also mourn the passing of Sean Connery, who was a yes. fucking legend. He was an absolute fucking legend. Speaking of Indiana Jones, Indiana right. Jones and the Last Crusade, one of my favorites. My, uh, my favorite Halloween costume ever was when I was Henry Jones Sr., Oh, that's me. I mean, you definitely you have it. You have the there look. Was, actually, uh, when uh, Crystal Skull came out, uh, our yeah. uh, sometime co-host John and uh, our friend Adam that joined us uh, for a long time ago for the Jurassic episode, uh, we all went in costume. Uh, John was 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 Indy. Uh, I was Henry Jones Senior, and Adam was Short Round. <laughs> By his own choice. By his own choice. Yeah. Yeah, so he didn't pigeonhole himself into that. Because Adam is Korean. <laughs> right, so it, so. it it's fitting, I guess. And, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all. Exactly. That's great. Um, I feel like it's also important to uh, to say right off the bat, uh, which I guess I should have done almost 10 minutes ago and not now, but like uh, this movie is not Hot Fuzz. Uh, right. It, it, it is not... The Simon Pegg and Nick Frost buddy cop comedy uh, that we. All I mean, know it and is love. the same plot, but it is not uh, <laughs> Hot Fuzz because it, it is in fact. It is actually uh, very similar. It's very similar, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. I mean, in all fairness, this is every uh, you know uh, police procedural film you've ever watched, uh, but with puppets. Like, th- th- I mean, that's literally the plot of this movie. <laughs> I have to say, I'm really impressed by it. Like, I mean, again, this feels like it, it, it had to have been a pretty low budget overall. Uh, yeah. And, of course, uh, a very large percentage of the characters are puppets. Right. Uh, but surprisingly cohesive and, like, quality in the, like, in the filming and in, like, the scenes with the puppets. They integrate really well. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel janky. It doesn't feel like some kind of, you know, back alley carnival show sort of thing. Like, it feels like a real movie. No, this, I, you know, again, like, it definitely, it definitely is. And and a lot of the characters are great. Like, the chief is fucking great. Like, she was great in this movie. Um, so, uh, where is she? Uh, chief McNair, Dorothy Fox. Uh, I haven't confirmed this, but I am 98% positive that Dorothy Fox has done some stuff for uh, The Onion. Uh, specifically, oh, I'm thinking of the the video about uh, young kids getting stoked. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's dead. What? Really? Well, I assume he is. <laughs> <laughs> I have, have you seen that? If not, like we have to find it later and I'll, I'll share it with you. It's It's great. Kids getting stoked. Oh man, no, I'll definitely have to check that out. I, you know, <laughs> so I, the the main guy from this, uh, I didn't, 
Um, I thought I recognized him, but so John Gabris, uh, the, the human, the human, uh, cop Sanchez, um, he's done some voices for American dad. He was in the show, uh, Brooklyn nine, nine. He was in bad hair, which is a recent horror, um, oh, uh, yeah. uh, film on, um, uh, on, uh, Hulu. Uh, he was in, uh, uh, bombshell. I mean, he's been in a few things. Uh, I recognize him. Uh, I recognize his voice, which is pretty good, but David Fino, um, who was it? Who played Herbie? The voice of Herbie um, has been in a few things. So he did uh, uh, some of. Uh, he was on last week tonight with John Oliver. He's done some. Uh, uh, it looks like maybe some puppet work with him. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it looks like he he's done a lot of uh, puppet work and voiceover work. Yeah, he was all puppet. He's a puppeteer. So I would assume he did the puppet of Herbie as well as um, uh, the voice of Herbie, uh, which nice. is. Yeah. And then uh, Peter Bradley is the voice of Rainbow Brown. Uh, he's also been in a few things, um, mainly as a puppeteer or uh, a voiceover actor um, as well. Nothing spectacular, uh, like nameable, but but yeah. Um, All right. So yeah. I haven't confirmed that she's definitely the person I'm thinking of from that exact uh skit from the onion but she has definitely done work in that time period with the onion so uh that ups my positive level to 99%. That's some pretty uh, good uh, detective work you did there. And, like I recognized her right away. I'm like wait a second, who is this? <laughs> oh my gosh, she's from the the kids getting stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked right now. I'm stoked right now. So the fuzz is uh available on Tubi TV. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is, uh, uh, free to watch our friends over at Tubi TV. So definitely check it out there if you want, uh, content warning. Um, there is, uh, a, a lot of swearing. There's a bunch of sex jokes and, uh, sex references. Um, there is puppet on human sex. Uh, although there is no nudity, it, there is, uh, uh, that sex and there is, uh, talks and references to drug use. However, drugs in this film um are jelly beans puppets get high on jelly beans yeah like actual jelly beans like actual jelly beans it's not like slang Which, for anything it's just legit jelly beans because they're like street name jelly beans jelly. actual name jelly beans, jelly beans. Oh, oh okay so it's, yeah, it's yeah. not <laughs> yeah no that's that's it's legit what it is um, so the film starts off and we see, uh, uh, well, the film starts off with, with a scene where we see a puppet hand, uh, falling to the ground with a tin can full of coins in it. And it dramatically falls to the ground, implying that, you know, a person was dying or something. Um, and then, uh, it, it jumps forward, it jumps forward a few years and we see Herbie. So we learn that Herbie is a, uh, or we're, we're, we're seeing like the scene of puppet town and we're seeing that, you know, the puppet town is, is somewhere in Brooklyn. It has a bunch of junkies on it. It's kind of a poor, I love it. It's just like somewhere in Brooklyn. Somewhere in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in all fairness, somewhere in Brooklyn, there probably is a puppet town. Let's not lie. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume this is a true story. Right. All right, you know, somebody's like, oh, where do you live? Oh, I, I, you know, just south of Dumbo, but like two blocks north of Puppet Town. I'm somewhere, uh, <laughs> uh, I live somewhere in that area. Brooklyn's a weird you know, place. By Melty's, right around the corner from Melty's Ice Melty's Cream. Melty's Ice Cream. <laughs> place, and, and yeah. Wait, um, Ghost Rider. What? <laughs> Is Apple TV resurrecting Ghost Rider? 
Sorry, I'm getting distracted really easily today. You are getting distracted really easy. Uh, Ghost Rider was a character on Agents of Shield. They they had Ghost Rider on the show. Not not Ghost Rider, Ghost Writer. Oh, they did uh, resurrect it. Yes, and it's actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like two seasons in. Like that was like a la- like a premiere like launch with Apple TV series. Oh my goodness. There, there are anyway. a couple of good shows on Apple TV. Dickinson is actually a really good show. Um, that actually looks kind of good. Yeah, Haley Steinfeld did a really great job in it. It's very cool because like everybody else acts of the period, like of that era. But but Emily Dickinson, Haley Steinfeld is very much like like she acts like a modern person. So you feel <laughs> like you feel how very out of place she is. It's cool. Um, the other one, C, uh, was really fucking weird. Um, and Jason Momoa. Yeah, with Jason Momoa. It was really fucking weird. Um, I, I couldn't get into it. I think I got maybe like three or four episodes in, and I was like, I, I don't know, man. I can't do this anymore. It's it's really fucking weird. Uh, so <laughs> C is uh, everybody in the world is blind and has like evolutionary have gone blind and like society's kind of like crumbled. Um, but then a child is born that can see. And so like it's, you know, them, you know, one group wants to kill her. The other one wants to protect her. And it's, you know. It's a that thing. It's Willow, but with seeing. I also I'm very excited for Willow. I kind of need to know how they know that the kid can see. <laughs> right. We're like, how would you know? Yeah. And the kid was yeah. like, oh, that's red. And they're like, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? what the fuck is red? <laughs> that's oh man um what even yes. is red <laughs> what i mean you know but yeah, to the the point that i was making earlier, like you look at the the like the cover art the poster or even like some of the um just the screens from uh this movie yeah and it looks like it's gonna be like really half-assed low budget like and so, like overly silly and yeah like in which, a bad way in a negative way yeah which it is very silly, but done right. Uh, and yeah, like it, it surprised me how well the puppet characters integrated into the film. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, uh, I completely agree. So, um, so, so as we mentioned, so the film starts out with Herbie, uh, Herbie, we see, uh, we see the puppet town and we see that Herbie is a cop, you know, on the walk in the beat, uh, doing the puppet beat and, uh, a human robs a store. And as he's running out, you know, Herbie goes to pull him over and, you know, or goes to arrest him. He runs. There's a chase, you know, and Herbie finally captures sick him. Sick parkour. Yeah, some sick, some sick puppet parkour. Um, and uh, uh, Herbie, Herbie finally, you know, arrests him, brings him into the, pre, uh, you know, to the precinct to downtown, brings him downtown. And uh, uh, this is where we kind of get even more so that we learn um, that puppets are not looked upon as equals uh, in in this world, in the in the human puppet hybrid world. Uh, no. Puppets are not looked upon as equal. Puppets um, are treated fact, like shit, like like absolute garbage. Because Herbie brings the 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 perp in, you know, after getting shot, he gets shot in the arm, or no, he gets a, a cut on the fence as he's trying to get him. He actually, you know, he yep. cuts his arm, and of course, it's all fluff that comes out, um, <laughs> which was clever. Uh, you know, when he gets, he gets the, the robbery, brings him in 
and uh, the human cops let him go, and they make the jokes of like, well, hey, he hasn't hasn't everybody knocked over a, a bank in Puppet Town? And he's like, yeah, man. And he's like, oh, yeah, we've all been there as kids. And the other one's like, I still do it. And then they like <laughs> high five on it, which is, is actually a really funny scene. Yeah, and sometimes you just got to you know, blow off a little steam. Yeah. Committing crimes in commit, Puppet Town. In Puppet Town, because what does it matter? They're just stupid puppets, right? I do like that uh, the robbery scene introduces us to uh, an excellent running joke throughout the movie uh, where there's an elderly woman puppet who yes. is just casually walking down the street minding her own business. And as the robber comes out of the store, she's in a way and he just shoves her aside. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we see her uh, repeatedly throughout the movie uh, getting just kind of tossed around, run over, all sorts of, uh, with, of harm with, to this poor with old a lady. really funny like uh like payoff at the end of that too. It's not even just like a mm-hmm. like a oh this is a thing we're going to do two or three times. Like it they they even wrap up the story in the end of it, which is great. Um, it kind of reminds me of uh, somewhat unrelated, but it reminds me of the scene in Can't Hardly Wait where uh, in the background of all the Can't Hardly Wait scenes, there's the one kid who just keeps stealing shit. And like he steals like a police car. He steals like shirts from the band. And in the very end of the movie, you see him steal like one of the quarter machine, like gumball machines. He like comes into the diner on the last scene and he grabs the gumball machine and looks away and like runs out. (laughs) Very fucking funny. So, so funny. But it's like one of those, like it was a cool background thing that they totally paid off in the end. I thought it was very good. It's a little bit of a stretch, but I would say that it's almost a Monty Python type gag. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, like airplane ish too. Yeah, or yeah. like um, uh, not airplane, uh, naked gun. Um, very That's much like thing. you would see in that. Well, I mean, yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Leslie Mack Nielsen in it. It's, what does it matter? What is it? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Um, so, so we see that Herbie's, you know, just kind of getting shit on and, uh, you know, it's a big ordeal. And now we kind of jump over to, um, where we meet the character of Rainbow. Uh, Rainbow is the character we see on the, on the cover of the, on the, like the cover art of it. He's the giant character in the background and, uh, Rainbow, um, we see is, is a jelly bean pusher. He is, uh, he is a drug dealer. He is the puppet, uh, drug dealer of, of jelly bean town, uh, of, of, uh, puppet town for jelly beans. But he is, uh, uh, kind of like, uh, he works for this human called Jake and Jake works for a big boss named Sal. Sonny. Sonny. Yep. Uh, who is played by, uh, Joseph Ganascoli. And uh, Joseph Ganascoli, uh, um, you might remember him as uh, Vinny, uh, Vito Spadafora from uh, The Sopranos. These are great names. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was, uh, uh, yeah, where was he? He was also in, I mean, he's been in a few things. Um, but yeah, that's probably what you recognize him from the most is uh, um, uh, The Sopranos. He was also in Men in Black 3. He was just a New York Mets fan. He was in the <laughs> show White Collar as Salvatore not being typecast at all no um he was in circus maximus as uncle vic wait a minute uh dang he's just the italian guy and everything and uh <laughs> oh uh, so yeah he was uh vito spadafor in uh um in the sopranos so that's uh what, what you might recognize him if you were a fan of that show um he so, so a we character were- named giuseppe primavera in beer league <laughs> That's spectacular. Giuseppe Primavera. Primavera. Oh, I want uh, chicken Primavera. 
I think I want that now. I don't know. I just want, I'm hungry. I want dinner. I'm, I'm also very hungry. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> um, anyway. So yeah, you, you, uh, you, you can definitely be forgiven for, uh, thinking his name was Salvatore or Sal or anything Sal- variant on that. Um, because that's, just, that. that's the character he is anytime that he's on screen. Yeah. Oh, so he's pretty much a holdover from They Call Me Bruce. He's just one of the other <laughs> Italian mobster guys. So, so we learned that that Sunny uh, or that uh, Rainbow is um, uh, Rainbow Brown is is kind of like running this thing, and and he was like, you know, he's getting shit on by Jake, who is like his his drug dealer boss guy. And uh, Jake, you know, is very you know shitty to the puppets. And finally, one day, he was like listen, you want to do a thing for me? Because, you know, Rainbow keeps being like, where's our cut? Like, you know, we're doing this for you and we we deserve money too and blah, blah, blah. And so Jake uh, Jake gives gives Rainbow an opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got he, a job for you, Lufa Head. Lufa. <laughs> Lufa Head. I don't, I don't know if I'd use a, a, a puppet as a Lufa, but no. I don't think it'd be very effective. No, I, I mean, I have... Lots of reasons, but I, I feel like it would be difficult for it to like dry out completely to be like, yeah. like okay to read. Oh, you know what? I'm just kind of skeeved out by the thought of it. Why would you even say that? What's wrong with you? For that reason, <laughs> I had to do it. I had to be done. <laughs> uh, so, what? Me? No, stop talking. Um, so, why, why did you bring us down this path? I don't want to be here. How deep does the puppet hole go? Oh, no. Um, oh, God, you're terrible. Uh, Oh no! I mean, all the way up to the mouth. Oh, uh, anyway, so they they refer to them frequently as mittens and mittens. It, it makes me uncomfortable. It it is very uncomforting, but also like, what a good fucking insult name! Like, th- good on them for creating like puppet. I don't know derogatory terms. I, they did a good job. So. <laughs> So Rainbow gives, uh, or, or Jake gives Rainbow, and Jake's a human, by the way. Rainbow is a puppet. So Rainbow is given this job, and the job is is he he's going to bring a briefcase of jelly beans into this uh, hotel room to which he's going to exchange for money. And Jake says to him, if you don't come out of here with my money, you're dead. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, uh, uh, Rainbow's like, all right, here's my here's my big opportunity. He, he goes into the room. There's three people in the room, you know, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, uh, the yeah. whole thing just feels like a setup. The whole and he even says like this whole thing feels like a setup, and so the the whole idea is is that they're going to exchange cases. He's Rainbow's going to get the money, come out and hand it to Jake. Now what happens is uh, a gunfight come happens. Um, so like guns go a blasting and everything goes crazy, and it now becomes the Puppet Town Massacre as they're calling it because a whole bunch of people get killed. So all uh, everybody in the room except for Rainbow gets killed. Um, a, a puppet prostitute out in this motel also gets killed, and then poor uh, Giuseppe Carrot uh, gets shot in the head, uh, who is just an innocent bystander. He was just, just you know, one of the janitors. Uh, he's in just this, trying this to motel. take care of his family, his yep. his wife and his baby carrot, baby carrot, <laughs> and uh, and so he's so he's dead. And now you know the the news is all over. Uh, Snoopers is all over the uh, the police department. <laughs> Snoopers, Snoopers be Snoops. Snoopers be Snoops, and is uh, the Snoop report. Um, and uh, <laughs> soft for hard truths. Yes, soft no hard truth. Was it the no fluff uh, zone? No fluff. No fluff zone. So, 
so now there's a puppet town massacre. It's bad PR for the cops, and you know the press is like, "Hey, is this is this an instance in which we're, uh, you know, that the the police don't care about puppet lives?" And you know, she gives the you know, all lives matter, all puppet lives matter, or whatever, and uh, um, she uh, and so she was like, oh, "I'm gonna." Totally do a, a a puppet task force, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you about it later after she sees Herbie uh, there. Um, and uh, this is where Herbie is assigned as the puppet uh, task force head. Now, um, uh, I think before we head off to a break, because uh, we're going to have to a break, so we're going to leave it at that for now. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about um, the plot, uh, the rest of the plot, how it gets in, and what happens with the puppet task force. But before we go for a break... Um, Caleb, is there a, a wonderful website that people could go to to learn more about? Uh, never heard of it. Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, yeah, you can you can always visit uh, thenahoit.com. That's t h e n h o i t dot com. Uh, on which, of course, we have our schedule of uh, upcoming episodes for the for the month. Uh, links to trailers to uh, to check out uh, for yourself, as well as uh, links to where these films are streaming if available. Uh, and of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the contact form on there, where uh, uh, you can reach out and uh, tell us what you think. If you uh, if you have thoughts or opinions about the show, or uh, you want to request a movie for us to watch, uh, you find a uh, a hidden gem like the fuzz, and you want us to talk about it, you can do that. Uh, and of course, you can also check us out at nightshiftradio.com, where you can find all of the. Uh, the fine shows and productions from the Night Shift Radio Media Company, uh, uh, as well as uh, Never Heard of It. And uh, there's also links to our merch store on there if you uh, if you want to check that out. We've talked about that in the past, but we have some, some excellent Night Shift Radio merch. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. I would say that there is a website. Oh, cool. That was a good answer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so check us out on our website. And then, of course, if you uh, haven't already, go ahead and follow us on social media, um, The Nahoit Podcast, uh, on both Twitter and Instagram. So The Nahoit Podcast. Um, not only, same thing there, you'll see clips of past episodes, let you know what's upcoming. It's also a really great spot that if you're like, hey, I don't want to go all the way to your website and fill out a form, but you're like, oh my God, I just saw this uh, trailer for this movie on Twitter just tag us and be like, hey, you yeah. should talk about this movie. It's happened Do before. It. It's actually how we found um, uh, uh, the Velocipaster. Uh, somebody tagged us on Twitter and was like, have you talked about this movie yet? And uh, we hadn't. So we did. Yeah, um, we did so do that. We did do that. I would do it again. Fucking do it again oh, yeah. in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely check us out there on social media as well as uh, on our website. And uh, if you have not yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Um, you know, uh, that way you get notified whenever we have new episodes. We have a brand new episode every Sunday and a uh, trailer episode. Wow. And a trailer episode. About something. <laughs> she is a uh, And a trailer episode on uh, Thursdays. Um, now yeah. we're pushing it a day uh, to give you a little more time to watch the full episode. Um Which- it's crazy to me because I always thought that they were on Thursdays. So when you're like, <laughs> is it cool if we push these to Thursdays? I was like, no, absolutely not. Absolutely so. not. <clears throat> I totally knew they weren't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's good. But if you subscribe, you'll get notifications whenever the new episodes uh, land. So you don't have to be like, wait, what day is the episodes on? What day is the trailers on? You'll just get a pop up and you'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll listen to this now. Um, but anyway, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we will finish with the rest of The Fuzz.
You're listening to a Night Shift Radio production. Night Shift Radio is a modern media company bringing you shows that entertain, inform, and most importantly, provide an escape. Never Heard of It dives into the world of bad, obscure, and sometimes just weird movies. Follow along with the crew of Set Condition One as they experience the 2004 sci-fi hit Battlestar Galactica one episode at a time. Each week on Left of the Dial, we explore a new record or revisit an old favorite. We'll bring in guests to talk about their own music and the state of the industry. The Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. They draw a random comic-inspired movie from Thor's helmet and offer thorough, insightful, and humorous commentary. And once a month, tune into the Storyteller series and get lost in the magic of a good old-fashioned radio drama. Learn more about these fine shows at nightshiftradio.com and subscribe on your favorite platform. Hello and welcome back. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Hi, I didn't see you there. <laughs> oh, hi. You're probably wondering why I called you here. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, so we're talking about the fuzz. So when we left you, uh, Herbie is is now in charge of uh, the puppet task force, um, and he's been given a partner called Sanchez. Uh, and we learn, and Sanchez is is the person we talked about earlier. He is human. Uh, Herbie is a puppet. Sanchez, we learn, uh, was taken off the force, um, and now all he does is run the firing range uh, for the past ten years. Um, and, uh, there was some sort of incident and we don't really, we, we don't learn what it is until much later what yeah. the incident was. And it was fucking hilarious. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> but we don't learn what the incident is until later, but Sanchez, uh, had an incident and his gun was taken away from him and he was put to firing range duty. Uh, and so he's kind of the laughing stock. Uh, he's the other laughing stock of, uh, the police force outside of, um, outside of Herbie. He's got a got a little bit of a drinking problem too, just a little constantly, bit. Uh, constantly, constantly well, has cop, so. either uh, uh, either a flask or just like chugging plastic bottles of presumably whiskey. Presumably like, whiskey. Literally chugging just like one after another. Like finishes one, yeah. toss it, opens another. Like he just seems to have an in the supply of it's whiskey probably, bottles. Well, we learned that uh, that the puppets drink root beer, um, and uh, that's that's <laughs> what they get drunk on. Single malt root beer, aged chocolate milk, which that just sounds fucking gross. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And then another one does uh, strawberry milk, too, which was like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of strawberry milk. I was never a fan of strawberry milk. I. Or strawberry ice cream. Some instances I do like. I don't, I don't always. I, I'm always. I'm always reminded of the scene in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs um, where uh, he um, makes it. Uh, so, so the plot of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is, uh, you know, a scientist makes uh, food fall from the sky. And in mm-hmm. one of the scenes, he makes ice cream snow down to the sky. And mm-hmm. somebody he does like the Neapolitan where it's like the chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. And yes. like everybody runs to the chocolate and a bunch of people run to the vanilla. And then one person runs over to the strawberry and he goes, strawberry is my favorite. Because <laughs> 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 like, nobody likes it. Like really good quality ice cream made with fresh strawberries like there's a uh, a nitro ice cream place uh, you know kind of a, a good like good walking distance for going to get ice cream like you kind of earn it 
by the time you get there and back uh, yeah. from, from where I, I like live. I like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they will make with like fresh local strawberries every summer. Uh, and Ooh. it is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I think that over like, you know, your your standard like briars or whatever, uh, you might actually appreciate. I, Assuming I, you actually like strawberries. If you say like, you know, like fuck strawberries, then no, you're not going to like it no matter what. And I'm sorry. Like. Your life sounds miserable. Strawberries. I'm just kidding. I fucking <laughs> love strawberries. No, I, I get like whenever they are uh, available, uh, I will buy strawberries. Yeah. yeah Although we do too. have an endless supply of blueberries in my house. There is every time I open my fridge, it's like they multiply. There's always more blueberries. And like just the other night, my girlfriend and I, we sat down and we ate like the whole fucking thing of, of blueberries. And then like a day later, there was just more fucking blueberries in the fridge. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, how do, how does it, we always have blueberries? And she was like, I really love blueberries. And I'm like, I mean, same, but like, how the fuck do we always have blueberries? This is amazing. I've been putting frozen blueberries in my smoothies a lot lately. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I do um, strawberries, pineapple, orange juice, banana. That's you my uh, strawberry and a, and a scoop of a, um, uh, of like a uh, uh, veggie p- or veggie like a powder like a protein substance. powder yeah like a protein powder but it's supposed to give you like a whole bunch of like a veggie over a shot or something hmm. yeah it's nice I, it's actually pretty good I do uh, some sort of greens like a spinach or kale fresh sure. if I have it or yeah that's where the otherwise. powder comes in so I don't have to use it and uh, I do uh, just various frozen fruits depending on how I'm feeling so it could be like strawberry and peach and blueberry and then maybe some some banana as well if i'm, if I'm yeah. feeling like i need some potassium, potassium. oat milk and lately yeah. i've been doing a, uh, a sprinkle of ginger and turmeric as well yeah like oh for, turmeric, for the yeah. gut That's and for one. the joints yeah. yeah keep the inflammation down i need that my guts and joints they they're, they're having a fight <laughs> all the time welcome oh, yeah. to almost 40 Right. Um, <laughs> You've uh... speaking of which, tomorrow I turn thirty nine. Tomorrow is my uh, birthday. Oh, that, is, um, that is right. This is yeah. this episode. So yeah, this happy... ep- well, I mean, technically, it's a week and a day from the day we're recording it. Um, uh, happy early birthday! Yeah, I'm excited for you to to catch up. Thirty nine's uh, um, it's it's been rough so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you know, some good things happened. You turned 39 and then like two weeks later, you know, we, we got rid of uh, a bad president. Um, but then, but then Sean Connery and Alex Trebek died. So it's kind of balanced. It's, it's been, uh, tumultuous, I think to say the least. (laughs) It has been quite the, uh, an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Cause I had my whole like week away, the retreat. Uh, Um, I've, I've, you know gotten like started in earnest with my new job uh there's been the the like five week long like election week uh just all, all sorts of five weeks la- <laughs> election week lasted all of this year uh, <laughs> seriously yeah. 2020 has been the longest century yes oh my god um, so, uh, we're going to, okay, so we should, we should go back, uh, to Herbie. Let's go back to her, uh, Herbie. Such so said we were going to take a break. I'm like, we already did that. We just did that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Herbie's now part of the task force and, you know, he thinks that he's out there to do a good, like to do a job and Sanchez is with him and Sanchez is like, no man, like we are literally just underpaid PR. Like all we are is just to be like, look, we created a task force. You're not actually mm-hmm. supposed to do anything. 
Mm -hmm. Um, but Herbie's like, no, I want to, I want to actually go and solve crime and I'm going to go for this. And he's like, and I'm going to go after, you know, I want to go after drug bust. So now what we learn is at this point, um, you know, we, we, we meet Sonny and Jake goes in and he's like, ah, you'll never believe what happened. Like this deal went down, you know, and, and, uh, we, we lost our money. We lost our drugs. And then all of a sudden walks in rainbow Mm -hmm. and rainbow has the suitcase of money and he was like, I believe you want your money. And he was like, oh, shit. So, you know, he he starts befriending Sonny. And Sonny's, you know, like, all right, like, uh, all right, puppet, you want to do this? Like, let's do this. So he gives him Puppet Town to do that. Um, uh, and, you know, he so now now uh, um, Rainbow's getting more involved in, in the jelly bean pushing business. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, we're starting to see that uh rainbow is is a little into roxy yeah. who is sunny's girl played by rachel bloom um and uh no oh man but jake is still there and jake's like i see what you're doing you fucking puppet like you watch yourself um and so uh shit gets down so eventually uh you know uh, uh rainbow makes his move on roxy and sunny and his and his crew walk in on it and of course, he's like, you know, uh, what? Yeah, this is funny. Look at you, silly puppy. You think you have a chance with Roxy? And Rainbow, he does it to him, man. He guns them all down. Everyone but Roxy. He's like, Roxy and I are leaving, and then pow, 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 pow. Everyone dead except for Jake. Yeah, Jake gets away, and uh, yeah. I'm like, I feel like that that might not bode well for for Rainbow's uh, budding crime empire. Yes. Uh, it's, you know, somebody that's going to be working to, uh, uh, to, to get you down, I guess. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so we see that, uh, so now this has all gone down. Rainbow's now in charge, right? Rainbow's in charge of all this. He is, um, he's running the show. He's got Roxy and like, he's starting to build an empire. Like he's really into it with, with the rest of the puppets. And, uh, he even gets the banana brothers, I heard they're loco. I heard they're loco. Oh, what a fucking great scene that was. So the banana (laughs) twins, the banana brothers are the two banana twins, and uh, they just make a bunch of banana jokes. Uh, And as great as how is how uh, Rainbow wins him over is by making a banana joke. He's like, "What do you think I am? Yellow?" And they're both like, (gasps) "Oh!" And they just they're they're into it. So it was pretty. uh, uh, It was pretty fantastic. So many puns. So many, many it was, it was fantastic, especially coming out of puppet mouse. It's, it's great. So, uh, so at this point, you know, Herbie's really trying to, to, uh, you know, be a good cop. And, uh, he, he senses that all this is going on. He's like, all right, I'm going to solve the, the murder of this. And he learns that rainbow is the one kind of behind it. Um, and so he's like, oh shit, like we got to do something. Uh, but we also learned that Herbie has a, uh, a little lady and a baby on the way, which the baby just sort of shows up one day. Yeah. Um, which she's, was pretty she's good. She's pregnant like, one scene and like, then the, there's the baby later on. Yep. Yeah. 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 And like not a lot of time has passed. It's literally like a day. Yeah. Um, it's pretty I mean, fantastic. Good for her. She's, she's up and she's walking around. She seems to be doing great. Um, Kid's very healthy. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's good. Herbie Junior, which is also uh, that's a car, right? The Love Bug, Herbie the Love yes. Bug, and then Herbie <laughs> Junior. That was uh, that. Um, that's a reference. 
That's a reference. It's a Disney Congratulations, reference. you made it. I done did it. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, um, long story short <laughs> on this one, Herbie and Sanchez, you know, Herbie ends up going undercover, you know, becoming best friends with Rainbow. And what we learn is that Rainbow and Herbie used to be best friends. And the scene we saw in the very beginning of the movie of the hand falling with the coins is because uh, Herbie and Rainbow were uh, were young kids out on the street, you know, singing to make some extra coin. And, uh, you know, what happens is, is, is another puppet steals their coins from them and runs away. You know, uh, Rainbow goes after the puppet. Herbie goes after a cop um, to be like, oh, my God, this is what's happening. When the cop turns the corner, Rainbow is beating up the puppet with a wiffle bat. And uh, Rainbow ends up going to jail for assault. And that's where everything. um, It's like eight. He's like, yeah, I mean, he's like Like, a a literal child. Yeah. And they like just throw him in prison like until he's well into adulthood. Or at least yeah. late teens. It's hard to tell with puppets. Right, right, right. I mean, um, age. All right. So I'm going to sidetrack us for just a moment Always. because you, you made the reference to Herbie the, the Love Bug. Yeah. Uh, and so I just did a quick search for Herbie movies, and there's a lot of them, uh, including one called Herbie Goes Bananas, uh, in which uh, Herbie helps break up a counterfeiting, counterfeiting ring in Mexico. And it has me wondering how much these are like deep cut references to that movie uh, and like Herbie interacting with uh, Latino bananas. Oh my God. I, that is, I mean, that would be a fucking like meta reference right there. That would be. Yeah. Whoa. The deepest of deep cuts. The deepest of deep cuts. That's like, that's why I didn't even know this movie existed until like moments I, I ago. I remember Herbie. Isn't Don Knotts in Herbie? I mean, probably. There was also there was also the remake, which I think was um was it Lindsay Lohan in the remake of it? She was, yes. Okay, so I do remember that uh correctly. What a wild fucking right? wild thing. Let's see, was Don Knotts? No, he wasn't. Dean Jones, huh? Oh, Dean Jones. Yeah. I in in the is. original, yeah. Yeah. And Buddy Hackett. Was, oh, Buddy Hackett. That's who it was. I, I was thinking Don Knotts, but it was Buddy Hackett instead. All right. All right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, apparently he was uh Scuttle. A crab. The crab. The little yeah. mermaid. Yeah, yeah. Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no, Scuttle's not the crab. Scuttle was uh, the seagull. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just saw there was a, a, a picture of the crab, but then he's credited as Scuttle. So I got really confused. I'm like, wait a second. That's... That is confusing. Yeah, no, Scuttle was the, uh, was the, uh, um, yeah, was the yeah. seagull because it's Buddy Hackett. Whoa, what a Buddy swim. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, yeah, so Herbie goes undercover, you know, and they, they have this big sting operation. We have our typical cop you know, thing where he's like, I'm doing this on my own. He's like, I thought we were partners, you know, that whole <laughs> thing, which is super funny. Um, and, but it's so standard, but it's so funny. Like there's, there's like Scarface references in this, like Rainbow yep. has the portrait of himself, just like Scarface. He's dressed uh, like Tony Montana. He's, yeah. He's dressed like Tony Montana. He's got the, the white jelly beans, like it's Coke. He's got jelly beans everywhere. There's his, like the uh, guns. His one, uh, 
kind of helper puppet who's like a tiny frog uh, is constantly making references to like needing larger guns. Yep. Um, yeah. At one point says, say hello to Rainbow's little friend. It's me. And I have a gun. <laughs> Which is like that. Is I, I'm the friend. Great, I am the friend. And I have this guy. It was, oh man, what a great, <laughs> great reference. Um, that, see, that's the thing. There was like, you know, uh, uh, you know, we, we were talking about this when we were watching the movie. Is that like, this movie is set up, like they wrote this movie exactly like you would write like a cop a, a cop movie like it's mm-hmm. it's written exactly like a cop movie but then it hits they just all like the points yeah and it hits all the points and they just took the like the one phrase of like whatever i mean if you wanted to make it a racial thing um because they kind of do uh he even says like well all puppets look the same and they just anytime you would take like the race of someone you just put in puppet instead and that's literally what this movie is like this is you know uh, four brothers or whatever every you know fucking Jake Gyllenhaal cop movie you've ever watched or like uh, I don't know it's like Heat but only puppets Heat ooh yeah that's another good reference yeah um, yeah I didn't go into this expecting it to be a uh, fairly like scathing commentary on race and on like the uh, the drug trade and the, the war on drugs and the war police on drug, brutality yeah. and whatnot all of these all of these things that are you know, you know ongoing problems here in the in the states, uh, and yet here we are, and here we are, right? Puppets with Talk, a purpose, I guess. But making a statement out there with puppets, <laughs> yeah. So uh, good on them. Yeah, yeah. Good for good for you guys. Uh, a a uh, a pab. All puppets, cops are bad. I don't know. Um, but uh, but you got the one good cop who's really trying to do hard on on the job. He's really trying to make it work. Um, so so Herbie goes undercover. He's trying to hide himself from Rainbow because they used to be best friends. So he has to wear the fake mustache to to like with the wire on it. Um, and it was also really great. Uh, um, uh, so th- so they're in the house. They're in they're in Herbie's house, and his wife's there with the kid, and and Sanchez is there. And you know Sanchez was like, oh blah blah. And uh, the wife was like, well, you know, because they, they get their badge suspended because they do try to go off and do the uh, uh, the thing. And they're like, no, like, that's not your job. Give me your badge. And she's like, well, you could do it if you go under statute, blah, 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 of the penal code, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, how do you even know that? And she was like, sexist. I'm a criminal attorney. And she points <laughs> to the wall. And she Which has is- a... <laughs> I think that it's written in fucking crayon. <laughs> it's great though because yeah. there's a very brief shot early on in like the first scene where we meet Abigail and you know where she's still pregnant with baby Herbie. Um, there's uh, Herbie oh, Jr. A, sorry, yes, Herbie Jr. <laughs> um, there's a great scene uh, where you just barely see like the edge of like something law school and you don't see whose attorney uh, like uh, diploma it is, and then. They call back to it and do like a full pan to see the, the whole thing. And <laughs> it's got thing. her name on there. I'm like, yeah. yeah written in Rainbow Crayon. Written like a little kid wrote it in Rainbow Crayon. Fucking great. Yep. So there was, there's so many subtle like things. Like uh, there's the one scene where they're in like the, the drug lab. And uh, there's like little like smiley face stickers on the lamp that uh, Rainbow has on his desk. Like there's uh, uh, um, like one of the ways Jake escapes when he gets surrounded by puppets is he blows up a balloon and everyone's like, <gasps> and then he lets it go. And they're like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, they like, you know, <laughs> shake their head. 
and they're like, and that's how he escapes. They fucking Everybody love balloons, knows that. man. I mean, it's just science. I, you know, it's crazy, but it's really funny. Like, there's so many little subtle things that were just put into the film like that. That is just, oh, it was just fantastic. It was, it mm-hmm, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so so you know, in the end, we get our big Scarface moment. You know, uh, uh, Rainbow finds out that Herbie, uh, that Flurby, his undercover name, is actually Herbie. And so he kidnaps Abigail uh, and he was like, all right, here's what you're going to do. You know, like Flurby as the undercover, or, you know, Herbie as undercover Flurby um, decides that they're going to try to make a truce with Jake. And so what he's going to do, he's going to try to get Rainbow and Jake in the same room and then have all the cops, you know, kind of swarm in and and arrest them both. Um, now that they've got them, uh, they've got them on tape admitting to what he did. And so what we learn is that when Rainbow went into the motel room in the beginning of the movie to exchange the briefcases, when they both opened their briefcase at the same time, we learned that Rainbow's briefcase was empty. It wasn't yeah. a setup. The motherfucker um, set him up. Motherfucker set him up, but Rainbow happened to uh, you know, shoot his way out of there, grab the money, and go. Um, and so we learn now that Rainbow is the one uh, responsible for um, the Puppet Town Massacre. And that's why, you know, he's got to get him. And then if he gets Jake too, he not only gets the drugs and he gets the the killer of all these people. So it's, you know, he's kind of like, I can end all crime in Puppet Town. End all crime. All like, crime. It's, it's impressive. It is really fucking impressive. And does he do it? Yeah. Yeah, he totally does. That's, uh, yeah. So in the end of the movie... Um, you know, we have our shootout in the ice cream uh, parlor, which was fucking amazing because at one point Herbie throws a waffle cone and it yeah. stabs a guy <laughs> in the throat and blood comes out of the waffle cone. <laughs> oh. um, that was also, brilliant. It was. And I also love the scene earlier uh, when Flurby is like undercover and he does drugs and he ends up throwing up in the toilet after beating up uh, the guy. Oh, we got to talk about that. So he throws up in the toilet, but it was Fruity Pebbles that he yes. throws up. <laughs> which is fantastic so there's there's another really good callback they do a really good job of this callback so uh we mentioned in the beginning of the movie that herbie um arrests this guy but then the cops let him go Mm -hmm. um you know we we find uh we see that um uh, um rainbow has brought in this guy that he thinks is is uh is like working for Jake and they're trying to get information out of him and so it's Flurby and and um and Rainbow and when he looks at the guy the guy lifts his head up and it's the one from the beginning of the movie and he was like I know you you're that cop and so you know Flurby just keeps punching him like ha ah, no huh what what do you work for Jake and he keeps punching him every time he's like you're a cop you're that cop who arrested me you're just thinking you know, he keeps saying that he's a cop he's like ha 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 um and so that was a really funny like callback I thought that was a another pretty cool callback um and then okay so now we're back to the end of the movie we're jumping around but we're back to the end of the movie you know, we have our Scarface scene. Flurby or uh, Rainbow is going to make his way out uh, on the uh, on the helicopter um, <laughs> after we learn that Roxy is the one that turned him in. Roxy, after you know, Sunny treated Roxy really shitty, and so she goes to to Rainbow, and then Rainbow starts treating her really shitty. So she goes to Jake, and Jake gets in and and kind of gets to undercut him. Did you know, a girl like her's got to be with a winner. Got to be with a winner. Yeah. Uh, there's so um that whole scene at the at, at uh, Melody's ice cream uh takes place in the evening it's it's nighttime it's dark uh, and then there's yeah. a chase uh where they have to go back to uh Rainbow's mansion which was Sunny's yeah. 
Uh, he just took it over. I love that. Yeah. Um, and like, presumably it's not several hours away to the mansion. You know, presumably it's in the same town or roughly adjacent. Uh, but somehow it's broad daylight the next day uh, by the time they get there. Uh, so that was interesting. Which and then, of I course, thought it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And then you mentioned that he, uh, he goes to escape in a helicopter. The helicopter looks like uh, a reject from the Thomas the Tank Engine series, uh, but also makes some really great like troll face meme faces. Oh my God. It was so fucking disturbing. But I, it also kind of looked like one of those ones you'd see in like a rundown mall where you put 25 cents in and it goes like, da, 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 and there's like a screen in it that's supposed to be like you yep. know, what a helicopter sees. Yep. Um, yeah. It was pretty fucking creepy. I'm not going to lie. Um, but we have our big shootout between Rainbow and Herbie. You know, the, the helicopter crashes. Herbie saves the day. The police come and they they save everything. And, um, you know, last minute, uh, you know, what's his face? Pulls out his gun and tries to shoot. And they're just like, um, and uh, and yeah, and that's that's the end of our movie. But our 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 big old lady thing is that yes. while while Sanchez and uh, Herbie are in their chase scene, they're riding on a scooter, like a police scooter. They run over something, which we learned is you know we saw as the old lady. And he was like, yeah. "What was that?" And he goes, "I don't know. Felt like a bag of dry leaves." Dried leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the very end, we see the cops and they're there arresting everyone, and they pull the old lady from like in between the the wheels of the motorcycle, and they're like, "Come with us." you're under arrest she's like but i didn't do anything <laughs> it was very funny very grandpa simpson-y um uh but yeah so where am i where am i i was wearing an onion on my belt which of course was the style at the time um so uh so the fuzz streaming on tubi tv should you watch this movie Fuck yes, you should. You totally yeah. should watch this movie. It is silly as fuck, but is super funny. It is very, very funny. I was fully prepared to uh, not endorse this movie, and yet here we are. I, I 100% went into this being like, oh my God, this is going to be fucking terrible. And it was not. It was actually pretty decent. I'm, I'm actually really impressed. Um, I mean, in all fairness, it was written by the dude. It was created by the dude who wrote Spider-Man Far From Home, which was a good fucking movie. So yeah. like... I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's got some <laughs> credibility behind it. More credibility than most of the other films we do. That is true. Yeah. That is, that, that's very true. A hundred percent true. Yeah. That's sadly true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so again, this movie is uh, streaming on Tubi TV for free. You don't even have to sign up to watch it. You just go TubiTV.com, search the fuzz, and then just fucking hit play. And that's it, man. Do it. It's easy. Fucking yeah. do it. Uh, so thanks a lot for joining us for this week's episode. So uh, next week, we've got two more episodes left of my birthday month. Um, oh but next week we are doing, um, oh shit, I've already forgotten the name of it. Something 2120. Uh, uh, it's like a time travel movie. Escape, Escape 2120. Escape 2120, um, which uh, I'm excited for this one too. I love me some, uh, uh, I love me a, a, a time travel film. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I hope this one's good. Uh, it might be really, really bad, but it might be like a cool, like indie gem. We'll see. I, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. And then we're going to yeah, end the I month. I guess we will. I guess we will. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to end our month uh, with the Terry Gilliam film Jabberwocky. 
Yes. Which I think I, is going to oh, give I, us more puppets. I keep forgetting that it's Terry Gilliam, and every time yeah. I'm reminded, I get excited. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, all oh, right, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, so that one should be, be pretty exciting. Oh, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> so uh, thanks a lot for joining us, everyone, and we will see you next time. Yeah. father's tragic past hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse a cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism a woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend this is the storyteller series a night shift radio original every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama we publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.